efforts throughout history has been to teach a small number of people how to become adept at controlling everyone else. Their goal is to destroy all existing religions, save theirs, all existing governments, save theirs, and shackle the mob in a system of eternal oppressive debt chained to a computer for the rest of their life. in a propagandized world to make them believe that they are happy in this system. Now do you think they're succeeding? Yes. Haven't I described to you just now exactly what is going on in the world today? Yes, they're succeeding. They're succeeding because the American people don't understand their enemy. They don't even know what's happening. There's a method to their madness. There's really not much method to yours. Because you're operating from a place of ignorance. And until you change that, you're going to be bumbling around, bumping into each other, saying and doing the wrong things, not understanding the nature of your en enemy. And if you don't understand the nature of your enemy and the weapons they use, you cannot fight that enemy. You can't fight the battle. You shouldn't even be on the battlefield. So merchandise, my lampy so merchandise, my lampy so merchandise, my lampy so merchandise. B&B Theaters, Creevecore West Olive 10 is now open. This luxury entertainment center features bowling, a redemption arcade, a restaurant and bar, and even a rock wall, in addition to amazing theatrical amenities never before seen in St. Louis. Visit bbtheaters.com for tickets and showtimes. Enjoy the magic of the movies. Hey, it's about time we had this conversation. Do you want a beard like this? Or close to this? Or even half as good? Use luxurious bastard beard oil. Promo code LEGENDARY for a discount. And step your game up. Welcome back to the greatest show in the entire universe. Uh, as always, uh, I'm Anthony Rogers and uh, America's favorite rock star, Sean Danielson. Aaron? Howdy. <laughs> America's favorite. I don't know about that. America's favorite rock star. Uh, well, if you're one of the thousand people watching at home, thank you for uh, wasting your time with us today on this Tuesday. Um, we had a thousand fifteen people watch this so far. That's cr that's crazy. Uh, that's even real. Um, so we have a big show today. We got a bunch of comics from like uh, all across the United States that are pretty fucking funny. I mean, um, so let's start intro them. I guess. Uh, we got Johnny Rock Slimewood out of Honolulu. How you doing, brother? How's it? Aloha. <laughs> How you guys doing over there? We got Caleb Salvador from uh, Nebraska, I guess. Uh, Omaha. 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 Well, technically, yeah, yeah. No, I'm good, man. Just disappointed I can't play Doctor Phil this time around. 
Well, good to have you guys, man. Like these are uh, John. John, we did the show together in Hawaii, and uh, Caleb's like funny as fuck. I listen to his podcast. I was on his podcast. So if uh, if you if you if you're watching this in like other podcasts, Caleb's got a good show called It's Based. It's pretty good. That's based outlawstreamers.com, Everywhere you get your shows. So uh, do that shit. So uh, the, yeah, you guys enjoying the end of the world? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I haven't I'm seen in- Jesus yet. <laughs> He's on his way. He's on his way. <laughs> it's it's definitely a, a a funny end of the world that's for sure there's there's a lot of laughs to be had yeah the movies never made it seem like it would be this retarded you know what i mean right it's right it seemed like it was going to be very serious and it, it's right i, there's, I there's mean a lot to laugh at yeah it, it's great they they always made it look like the the leader that, that was going to bring us into the end of days was this big evil antichrist figure and it's Two old people with dementia at the end of the day. Shitting so their pants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty crazy. It's uh no, it's the better. Bring, no one's gonna bring up Charlton Heston. He was on the planet the whole time. From Planet of the Apes. Yep. I guess that was an apocalyptic movie, supposedly. Sorry, I jumped in. I thought that was a good joke, but I guess not. I'll stay quiet. <laughs> Stay quiet. Yeah, it's a podcast. I felt dated. I bet everybody here was born in the eighties. I was born in the nineties. All right, I'm done with this. Show. Thanks, guys. <laughs> We've had people do that before. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We had a Nazi do that one time. Like, it, like, it, like it was weird. Like everybody calls like everybody racist. We had we had actual racists on, and like and like they got mad that Sean was like part Jewish and left. Like that was like the line. He's, he's like, he's like, he's twenty percent. Fuck this! He like got all like red faced and shit. It was weird. Yeah, he How? got so, he got so mad. I, I like my ra- I like my races to be genuine. I don't like fake races. It's it's weird when like racists and liberals hate you. It's like this weird spot. You're just like, fuck. Liberals are like, you're racist. And they're like, no, you're not. You know, it's like, fuck. You're not racist enough. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, I'm in I'm in the same boat. There's like half the people that, like half the, the political spectrum calls me a racist. And then the other half, well, not the other half, but then the extreme, like actual fringe racist, they don't believe my marriage should be legal. So it's like, what the fuck do I do? You know? You're stuck. I got called racist a lot because in the Bronx, there are a few words that we use within the people of color community that doesn't really ring well with other people in other places. Like what? Such as the N-word. Like we say it in New York. It applies what? to everybody in New York. So What's like the N-word? white guy that lives upstairs, we say, you know that white head upstairs? You know, my, my spouse went to New York with me and he's Caucasian and he almost had a stroke. He couldn't take him in the words so often when I went out to say hi to my cousins on the corner smoking a blunt. What's the N-word? New Yorker. Oh, okay. Right, yeah, exactly. Okay. No, I'm from Missouri. Uh, we don't have racists here, so I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand the concept. You have no racists in Missouri. No, no Missouri's racism the, doesn't exist there. It's the only perfect state in the union. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's a weird. Uh, I'll, I'll tell uh, you, man. One time, I I stopped in. Uh, have you ever been to Craig, Missouri? I don't think so. No, I've never even heard of that. It's famous for if you Google it, it's famous for this lawn art. Uh, featuring toilets and flamingos, like the flamingo things that go in people's front yard. And uh, we stopped there one time, me and my brother did. And I remember we went into this gas station. And I'm like, I feel like this is the kind of gas station that if a black person went and bought a bottle of water, they'd take it, set it on the back shelf and go, we're all out of water here. Like that was the kind of vibe I got from that town. So uh, Sounds made up if it was Missouri, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's like right on the border with Nebraska, so... 
That sounds more like Nebraska, bro. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I have another bit of a, I'm sorry, you guys. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was going to jump in. I, I lived in Nebraska for almost two years. I lived in a town called Bellevue. Oh, yeah. I live right up the street from Bellevue. It's like 10 minutes from my house. Yeah. 2911 Washington Street. It's basically Omaha. Sean and I have shows there next month. We're going to be uh, we're gonna be doing shows around Omaha next month. Yeah. You ready to come up to my uh, humble abode? Yeah, yeah. I have a show in Omaha, and then Sean has a bunch of shows after Omaha. <laughs> He's like, just part of this bad badass tour. So we'll be, we'll be I'll be, I'll be, I'll be joining you on karaoke probably, bro. Like, <laughs> Fuck yeah, come out. I'll be hosting karaoke on Friday night. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll just talk over a song like Alex Jones and tell everybody lizard people are taking over the world. Like, <laughs> over, my, over my song. We used Omaha, to, uh, where I first got busted with a fake ID. I was doing comedy for four or five years with a fake ID. I started when I was 16 in Colorado Springs. And I'll never forget it because I opened for Rodan, Louis Anderson, and a guy named Chris Fonseca. So that ID worked. I bought it on 42nd Street, but I was only 14. And they, they bought it everywhere I went. They bought it in Connecticut. They bought it in Colorado. When I got to Nebraska, I went to a place called The Max. Oh, you went sure to the gay bar? Why would I go to a gay bar? Of course it's a gay bar. Yeah. So I went to the gay bar, and for the first time when I showed the ID, the guy went into the drawer next to him, and he, there was no internet back then. So he went into a drawer, and our country had just developed a brand new book showing you all 50 states' IDs, so you know how to bust someone with a fake ID. Damn. So they kept it, and that stopped my career in comedy for at least two years. I couldn't get another fake one. So you're doing comedy at 14? I was, yeah, I was 16. I had graduated high school early, just before my 17th birthday, and we moved to Colorado Springs. And when we got there, my two older cousins didn't really secure a job. They just secured interviews. And I'm a fast talker and a hustler. I mean, they're smart and they had degrees, but, you know, when you got no hustle, you got no hustle. So I ended up getting a job first at a shoe store down the road at the mall. And so one day I didn't use the bathroom before leaving, and I really, really had to go. And as I was walking home, there was a place called Valdez Comedy Corner, and it was owned by a Mexican guy. And I thought to myself, well, he's Latino. He'll let me use the toilet. And I went in. And when I went in, um, they shut off all the lights while I was in the bathroom. They had no idea I even entered the place. And I didn't know that there were auditions going on. So I wandered into the audition room because I was just trying to get out. All the doors were locked. And when I started talking to them, they heard my accent, and apparently somebody from New York stood them up that day, and they mistook me for him. Somehow at 7 o'clock, I was on stage at 16, and they were bragging that I was an 18. Yeah, you know, they were right, I was an 18. They were bragging that I was uh, uh, from New York and that I was the youngest one there, because everybody was in their 30s and 40s. Roseanne was in her 30s, I think. So anyway, it went well, and here I am on your show 35 years later. Well, welcome to the top, you know. Took, uh, oh, took a while yeah. to get here, but uh, welcome. Not lonely. Welcome to the best show that's ever existed. Yeah. We'll initiate you into the Illuminati later. Yeah, we're uh, I appreciate it. I was looking, I already had familiarized myself with Anthony's wonderful body of work since he's been doing comedy. But then I saw your videos today, and I have to say, I kept applauding. Good for you, sir. Congratulations on your career. The rock star. I'm talking to the rock star. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate I saw that. your videos. They were great. Oh, thanks, man. 
Yeah, normally like it's like a famous host and then like and then like a co-host nobody knows about. Like, like but this time it's like a it's like an unknown host and then like a famous co-host. It's like a, <laughs> it's like well, a I looked up the, I looked up the producer. I looked up all of you. I didn't have to look you up. I've been watching your videos since I met you. Now I'm just a regular watching your videos. But it was great to familiarize myself with everyone that was going to be on the show today. You know, it's it's funny hearing you talk about uh, doing comedy and sneaking into clubs because I grew up in L.A. and I was playing the, you know, all the clubs on the Sunset Strip there from from around the same age that, that you were. And I, I have so many memories of, of being forced to stay outside until until the moment that I had to play. And then I could be I could be allowed in to just go straight to the stage, go play the show. And then I had to get right back out. It's funny trying yeah. to trying to exist in that world as a teenager. You know, it's it's they, may, they don't make it easy for you. Oh, the list drove me crazy as a comedian. When you would go into the comedy store, there would be like 85 comedians on the list, and you try to find your name in that sea of people. The highest I ever made it to was number four, and I was proud. Chris Rock got me that spot. Nice. Hey, welcome Dude. back, Caleb. Hey, I'm back. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go cuss out hey. my internet company tomorrow. We do this shit all the time. Sheesh. <laughs> So, um, no, yeah, it's, uh, you're talking about uh, open mic lists. I get that. I hate it. I hate when you, there's like a just they pull them out of a hat. So if you get there an hour early, you have just as good of a chance of going first as the guy who showed up one minute before it was time to go. Totally. Related. Yeah. But in the 2000s and the 90s, it was different because all these mother mitts, he ran it. It was like a cattle call. You would see up to almost 100 comedians lined up. Because this was on Sundays. It was called potluck. I don't know if any of this still exists. It was called Potluck Sundays. And so every comedian had to line up outside all the way down the door. Thank God when I got to L.A., I came with a little bit of, of popularity from Broadway. Because there was no internet fame or reality fame. So you either came by word of mouth or they saw you on TV. And I had word of mouth. So I didn't have to stand on that line more than once. And then once Paulie met me, uh, he took me into what's called the belly room, which is of all their rooms. That's the smallest room where everybody starts out in open mic. David Letterman, everybody starts out there. And then you branch out downstairs to the much bigger rooms. And that's where you make the real money. But nobody ever made real money. That was one of the controversies of why David Letterman got into a fight with her. I do open mics like every once in a while. I send them making fun of all other people, dude. Like, like it, it, it ends up being like just like like comics like only like like, like aspir aspiring comics only. And I'm just like I can't do this. And I, and I start just like booking shows. I'm like I can't fucking like, like I just end up making fun of them all and like tell them to do DoorDash and shit. I'm like you know what I mean? I'm like I'm like go to DoorDash, get the fuck out of here, dude. And like, I just get pissed off because like I like I'm like fucking I don't know, man. I hate like mediocre bullshit. You know, it, like pisses. It's like a fucking trigger. Like you can only yeah, do the same jokes in front of the same 12 comics so many times until it becomes redundant you know what i mean yeah. and like the first time it's probably funny yeah but it's like okay like i'm i'm, I'm here again this week and like this this shit, i'm like holy fuck like we sent up making fun of him man like 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 once the last time i did an open mic i think like um i, I pissed off like probably 20 people and they're like all trying to like like they're all like yelling at me and being crazy and i'm still just like beating them without a microphone just like calling them like lesbians and shit and they said they just have like fucking no idea what to do they're just like losing their shit and they're all like they're all like fucking like 21 to like fucking 40 just like all like losing their shit about it it's like weird i did a i went to one a while back and uh this woman um started heckling me during my set you know i turned to the host i'm like hey how much time do i have left and she goes you're done get off the stage i went hey i'm up here working <laughs> I was like, I'm up here working, okay? I don't show up to your corner and yell at you when you're trying to pick up customers. And then she, right. got all, she got all pissed off, and I go, I'm kidding. No one would actually pay money to fuck you. And then she, like, tried to <laughs> stick her husband on me, and it was a hole. 
the whole ordeal. Turn the knife once it's in there. <laughs> Yeah, it's like fun to like go like do stuff like like, like uh, it's fun to like do stuff with a bunch of people you don't know in a random situation and like roast all the comics and stuff. Like like, like, like in Santa Cruz, like one time I was like I, I no one knew like I was just some fat loser trying to fucking just start in comedy and shit. And I'm like sitting in the crowd and like I'm like booing all the other acts before me. And, like, Boo! and like just the crowds laughing and shit. I'm, like that sucks. Blah blah. And then they call you up afterwards and then they they get so much more mad when they realize that you're on the set too. And, they, and I'm just like sorry you guys had to hear all that stuff, man. It wasn't really good. I know. And just like and just kept like doing that whole thing and they're getting like. So the crowd was laughing, but the owner, the owner of the bar and the fucking other like comedians were getting like so pissed. They're just like fucking like me, you know, just like trying to cry about it when the whole crowd's <laughs> laughing. I'm like, that job's to make the crowd laugh, stupid, you know? It's like, <laughs> that's how I feel. Why don't they normalize making it rain for comedians? I'm all for it, dude. Help me. Help me yeah, out. Listen, yeah. I have a blanket behind me. I need, I need the money, you know? Yeah. Why, why, why do you strip? Why, why do you tip single moms, but not me? I didn't make the mistake of getting, uh, getting a girl pregnant in my team. They actually have venues here in Hawaii that have tip jars for some of the comedy shows. It's cute. We ran one out of a backyard way back during COVID when everything was supposed to be locked down. Uh, we ran like an underground comedy show and you could do, uh, we left tip jars for the comics. I don't know. I made like 50 bucks off of it. It, Better than nothing, I guess. Wait till I get 50 bucks, bro. Just fucking Dude, wait. Every industry on the planet is trying to get you to fucking tip like, now. I would talk 50 bucks. I would, oh, I would, yeah, I would, now, I would, oh, it's ridiculous. It is. It is. And I live off of tips. I appreciate what the word gratuity stands for and, you know, how we get it. But some of these places, if you tip and it's no longer COVID, I mean, you, should, you can't get mad at people. For COVID, there was a, a sense of community. That's why we were sort of pressuring people, you know, just give a little more at this time if there's someone that uh, has a... COVID was fake. COVID wasn't real. It was a hoax, yeah. That was, it was a lie. It was a lie. Oh, yeah, of course. Yes, of course. That's what I meant to say. Yeah. All right, you can still join the Illuminati. I was just making sure you knew that. I was just making sure. <laughs> we don't want to tell... Yeah, I mean, like, no one's watching the show, for, so we feel safe letting you know that it was all just a lie. And My it was mother just, would love you. She feels the same. She's still not vaccinated. Hell yeah. yeah. Based, based mom. Based I got mom. 65 vaccinations. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm 75% vaccine at this point. I'm fucking, I'll never die. I was, I was going around vaccine. I was going around collecting those, I was going around collecting those $25 grocery gift cards that they gave out with them, dude. I fucking fed my family for a month on that, on the vaccine. No, I'm kidding. You guys got any more vaccines, actually? Um, I was wondering if you guys had any good. I only had the, the third follow-up. I got the one after, only wow. because they were sort of still requiring it, and I didn't want to take any chances. I, I really needed my job. Magnum PI, we didn't know if it was coming back, so I had to make as much money on that set as possible, and then NCIS as well. So I was working two TV shows at once, and you didn't have a choice. I got uh, it. I just boofed them all. Yeah, if you told them that you, you weren't vaccinated, you went into a whole other category, which put you on a waiting list to be called in for work, and I just couldn't wait. I got the first one because I had a couple gigs out of town that um, I it was right around the time they were threatening to, like, make it necessary for air travel and all that shit. And I was like, I really don't want to risk it. And then nothing happened. So I just never got the second one and I never got any of the boosters after that. I'm like, OK, I'm not putting this. I mean, I figured, I, you know, I abused ketamine in the middle of a fentanyl crisis. Right. So, like, what, what could one vaccine <laughs> do to me? You know, so it was <laughs> I figured it wasn't. Time will tell. <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. I only get, fortunately, well, I didn't get any of the other ones. So we'll. we'll, well my problem was the pandemic was it closed a lot of things, and, and fortunately for me, my mouth wasn't going to be one of them. Jesus. 
all you have to do is just uh, repent to Jesus because you'll probably die faster. So uh, just repent to our Lord and Savior. Make sure you're you're good, and uh, save me a spot in heaven because uh, <laughs> you know, you'll be there first. <laughs> I'm sure I'll just be on the bus for you. Yeah, Rosa Parks style. He has to sit at the back of the bus to heaven. I'm actually <laughs> in the back of the bus right now. I'm actually in the back of a bus right now. I feel a lot like Rosa Parks. Like, <laughs> just like it looks like I'm an Anne Frank's addict, but I'm actually in the back of a bus. <laughs> looks like Double racist joke. I love it. Double, Double racist. Double racist. Double. Doubling down on it. I love it. Comedians are only comedians. I've got one that's doing well here because of all the lava that's flowing off a big island. I tell the audiences now we've got more fishers than a Jewish phone book. (laughs) Nice. We had to retire the chins in China one. It was just too old. And if anybody thinks you're racist, they're homophobic because you're gay. That's right. So if they think that your joke is racist. I know Puerto Ricans call me racist. My own people call me racist. I love it. Everyone's like, you're racist. I'm like, I know. I'm just like, I know. And I was like, I'm just joking. Uh, there is no <laughs> Obviously, more. There is, who is it? I'm just joking. There is no community that is more diverse than the quote unquote white supremacists. I mean, there's white yeah. people. There's Kanye West. There's that Hispanic guy that shot up that mall in Texas. I mean, there's just. There's Larry so many, Elders. Yeah, Larry Elder. We call my fiance. She runs the boards on my show. We call her the because she's Native American. We call her the red face of white supremacy. So, I mean, it, it really is. It's the big tent clan, you know? It's, Please, don't forget it's Candace Owen. Which, that's, which, the whitest, that's the whitest black chick I've ever met. Well, you know, anyone that disagrees with the liberal crew is now a white supremacist, regardless of their skin color, you know? The only thing worse than white supremacists are the Jews. It's only I hate more than them. You know, I can't stand white <laughs> supremacists or Jews, you know? <laughs> Make that a bit. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I feel like I'm on Family Guy. <laughs> the only thing I hate, that's fucking hilarious. Oh my god. Whew, that's a good one. <laughs> Has Facebook dropped the feed yet or what? No, we somehow have people watching right now. We're like, wait, look at down. Are we canceled yet? Yeah. We're trying. I'm already. I'm canceled. trying to get canceled. I'm tired of I'm tired of working. You know, that'd be the be- that's the best way out. You like have like a thirty city tour. You're like, oh, it's canceled, bro. Sorry, everybody hates me now. I have to, I have to sleep. You know, <laughs> it's like the only way out. Oh, he posted my socials. Fuck yeah! I promise I'm funny. I promise I'm funny, even though my name's at Caleb isn't funny. But you can follow me there. Find Fuck out yeah, for dude. yourself. Yeah, you can go find out for yourself. Yeah, sure. Why not? You can do that too. I don't know, man. I've almost been banned from TikTok like 17 times. I'm just waiting for the day I wake up and they're like, you're gone. You're I don't gone. know how people get banned. I should have been in the electric chair by now. I know. Just wait. Just wait. The, my most recent strike was I posted a video saying that uh, Taylor Swift and Andrew Tate should start dating. They took it down for hate speech. I That's have no, great. That's I, a I have great no, line. I have how no idea. How is that? Well, maybe, it was, maybe his family got really offended. <laughs> he might have. It was Tate's speech. They don't want their son to be the next Billboard hit winning a Grammy. <laughs> Sean already I, has all the Grammys. Like He's not giving any back. Hey, Sean has all the gold records, and he's not giving any back to anybody else. Nope. Sean, are you going to do a feature for Taylor Swift when she comes to Missouri? I don't live in Missouri, but oh, I'll, I'll come up there to do it, sure. Come up and do our show. You do record here, though. You do record here, though, so maybe. 
Where is everybody? Through, though, so maybe, maybe Swamp the Soul featuring Taylor Swift, dog. I don't know. You're right. I do. I do track my records in St. Louis these days. There but, you go. Uh, Perfect. I'm pretty sure that uh, a Taylor Swift Smile Up the Soul collab is not gonna not gonna happen. <laughs> I, I don't say an Andrew Tate collab might happen before that. The, the it, Taylor Swift one. Andrew Tate collab could very well happen. I don't know, man. I had a celebrity couple name for him and everything. It was hashtag Taylor Swift. And they shut me down. <laughs> Dude, that's great. Uh, that's hate speech, bro. Damn, you're getting people in trouble, Anthony. Welcome to Terrace Watch List if you're watching this I right now. I probably won't have a Facebook uh, time this is over. Welcome. All right. <laughs> this is actually only a thousand uh, FBI agents watching the show right now. They're like, they're like, okay. Like, what can we get these people to say? Uh, I see. I, I assume that FBI agents are watching my show because it's called That's Based, and it came out that that was one of the words they were tracking. And we don't do crazy numbers, but like we do enough that they probably pay attention to us. So I took yeah, that I as like a badge of honor. Now. It makes me feel like a juggalo being on the terrorist watch list, you know? Right. I'm not, I'm not interesting enough. The only people watching me is probably Amazon. Oh, they're watching all of us, man. Right now. There's a, there's a bunch of them watching right now. I won't let Alexa in my house. I hope they appreciate my good looks for my age. I'm just How old are you? I'll be 50 this summer. Oh, big 5-0, huh? I made it. I don't know where my gray hair is. It's late, but I'm sure it's coming. Oh, I even have a couple of those. Hey, 50's not old if you're a tree, bro. Okay? You'll be all right. <laughs> God knows I love wood. <laughs> It's crazy. So you, you're 50. You look like a 12 year old in like disguise. <laughs> like, like the glasses, the mustache. You're like trying to like buy look, beer at 12. Look, or look for me in the look for me in the trilogy of Orphan. <laughs> Man, that's I'll crazy. Little, I'll be playing the little girl again. How the fuck they made that movie twice? I don't even know how they got away with it the first time. That that's crazy. You got busted for your fake ID at the max. That's where I got sexually assaulted. <laughs> oh yeah, but sexually assaults there are that's the minimum. You have to yeah. be assaulted to allowed in. Well, I went with my buddy because it was his wife's birthday. And, um, you know, we're fucking, we're full. Like, he'd go up and take a piss and guys would buy me drinks. It was kind of nice, right? And then, so, I mean, I went to the bathroom and it's empty. Guy walks up to the stall right here to the this the urinal right next uh -oh. to mine, looks over and goes, you got a nice cock. And I'm like, thanks, but I don't swing that way. And he goes, you can tonight. And he just grabs my dick. And then I punched him. <laughs> I was like, get the fuck off of me. It's probably I'm gonna, I'm, I'll, make, I'll make it brief. This is what happened. Since I was a minor living in Nebraska. We left Colorado and we ended up going to Nebraska. True. Um, six months into it. Anyway, my cousins never let, even though I had a fake ID, my cousins never let me go to a bar by myself. So my cousin, Louis, who was about six foot whatever, and he looks like a Disney prince character, very good looking, is at a bar. And uh, it was close, close to closing time and a gentleman had been hitting on him all night and now my cousin had just gotten off heroin, oh. so he was he was he was clean at the moment, and so the guy offered him this is 1990 something money. The guy offered him a 500 dollars for a blowjob in the bathroom, and my cousin and my cousin said, "Listen, you're going to be wasting your time. I am not gay, but we'll go to the bathroom, and if I don't get happy, I'm keeping your money." 
So they went to the bathroom and they tried it. And after a few minutes, my cousin said, all right, you can stop now and I'm leaving and I'm taking the money with me. This guy followed us all the way back to Bellevue from the max. But luckily for us, we live five doors away from the Hoffman Air Base, the Air Force Base that's out there. And the guy that gave us a lift home was military. So what he did was that since the guy followed us for over 10 miles all the way back home, he drove through the gate to get the guy to drive through the gate. So the military picked him up. We don't know what happened after that. <laughs> oh, fuck. So he, that is a 1,000% true story. He broke into a military base to get his $500 back. He, this guy was seriously drunk. But this was the 90s. They weren't as strict as they are now when they catch you with DUI points and stuff like that. And I was... Everything is, I think, a little more extreme than it was back then anyway. People actually, you when, you do, I, you're, when you're I got here, if, I, if my manager was drunk, the cops would actually drive you home here in Hawaii. So yeah, let me get this story down. Let me get this story right. Okay, so your friend blew a dude for 500 bucks, and the guy tried to get his money back is what you said? No, my cousin was the one who took me to a bar chaperoning me, and the guy hitting on him kept offering him money. And it got up to $500, and my cousin just couldn't say no because he knew he wasn't going to get a boner. And so he told the guy for five hundred bucks, and the guy, and then the, the guy, guy my cousin. Money. He offered him money to blow him. The guy offered my cousin money if he could blow my cousin. My cousin's not gay; he wouldn't put a ticket in. Okay, but when he when he got to five hundred dollars, my cousin just was like, "Okay, that's a lot of heroin." Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, exactly heroin. No more Nebraska stories. I want to keep my career. <laughs> Good, dude people sleep on nebraska there's a lot of debauchery that goes on here it's a crazy crazy little state man there ain't much else to do but do stupid shit you know so it's like yeah make fun of iowa yeah make fun of iowa we love to do that that's that's always good don't don't go iowa's where i almost got killed on the road don't go to iowa i was like your arkansas you know what i mean it's like yeah. i'm going out on the limb here you must have very high in life insurance you're almost getting killed everywhere me? <laughs> yeah, no, man. My life insurance is cheap because they know they can't kill me. So it's all they, they've tried many a times. School shooting, all that shit. I survived it all. We're good. <laughs> you survived a school shooting. Fuck yeah, I survived a school shooting. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> Look it up. Millard South High School, 2011. I was there. I was a freshman. And I, was, I wasn't David Hogg there. I was like 20 feet from it. I didn't lie, and I was like out sick or on a field trip like he was. You know, I, I was actually there. Unlike the Sandy Hook shooting, my school shooting actually happened. You know what I mean? It was that kind of thing. <laughs> Growing up in the Bronx, there was always shootings. But the difference between my experience and the experience of today is that there was usually one person shooting one other person. It wasn't somebody that said, I want to take out 20 people I don't even know. That's the scary part. We've always oh, yeah. had metal detectors in New York City. Always. All my See, life. Ours, he shot a couple people, but he wasn't a big story because he was a black kid with a revolver, so there was no narrative they could push. No gun control, no fucking race thing, nothing. So it was all, they were like, okay, we'll sleep. We'll sweep this one under the rug here. I thought the news was just exhausted from all the other stories. You can only tell so many shootings a day. Well, this was 20. News of shootings. This was 2011, so there it was like barely happening at that point. I was a teenager. I'm so sorry. The, the feds, the feds were just getting their 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 thing rolling at that point. Yep, starting to perfect it, and yep, they were just fig exactly. They were just figuring out how to stage these these uh, mass mass casualty events. Yeah, they, they weren't doing a great job at it back then, but they they got better. They improved. So props oh, yeah. to them.
Yeah, they've 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 gotten pretty good at it now. The problem about, is every time you think you've heard the worst story, we hear another freaking one. About mass shootings? Yeah, the Ovalde one still still gets to my bones because of you know every shooting gets to my bones, but especially where specifically they were all kids ten and under and teachers and it just doesn't make sense to me. This doesn't it doesn't ring right. Oh it's all- I take the- two Xanax and every time I have to see that story. A lot of these things are are are, are fed operations, you know, to, to push gun control, to, to convince the the population to surrender their first their Second Amendment rights. See, I used to think that was a crackpot theory, and then it was just like all of a sudden, it's every time they start pushing gun control, it's like four or five of these mass shootings, boom, 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 right. boom, boom, right. and I'm like, come on, you know, we. Yeah, they're, we- they're- they're always in clusters at a convenient time. You know, Bill Cooper, the guy that was in the the intro um, for this show tonight, he wrote a book in the in the nineties called "Behold a Pale Horse," where he he predicted that very thing. You know, he yeah. he, he laid it out. This is going to happen. It's going to be, you know, um, pushed in order to convince the population to 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 give up their rights. You know, because that's. I mean, America is the most armed America. The American citizenry is the most armed group in of, of any of anyone in the world. You know, we've got like 40 something percent of the, all the guns in the world belong to the, the citizenry of the United States of America. And until the until they could until they can remove those guns, you know, uh, we're not we're not going to go along with whatever plans they have for us. So they got to they got to make that move. I mean, and and the CIA has been caught like with literal mind control. They take schizophrenic or people with schizophrenia or a serious mental illness, and then they fry their brains with, you know, DMT and LSD and stuff along those lines. And then they can basically just get them to do whatever the fuck they want to. And they're crazy people. Well, and and I mean, I'm I'm sure not the only one that's noticed that every single one of these mass shooters, it turns out they were already on the the FBI's radar. They were already. You know, payroll. Shoot. On that payroll. We missed right, them. Right. Exactly. <laughs> Our bad guys. We'll get them next time, except we won't. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Okay. A lot of joke. Can't let a joke about the FBI. Yeah. One thing. Like, it was like, uh, it was talking about like, yeah, it was talking about the FBI looking into like a job. It's like, so it's like, uh, we're gonna see which one of our guys did it or whatever. I forgot, I forgot what you said. It was like, it was like an FBI joke, and it was like, it was something like that. Like, like we're gonna research which one of our guys did it. Oh it's, fuck! What was it? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> You say it's like when someone runs for office, all of a sudden all these commercials are coming out for this one thing. Sorry, what was that? Yeah, repeat that, brother. Okay, you guys are saying that uh, like all all of the news that are reporting about all the shootings, you're saying that a lot of those are actually coming out, but it's really just to push. Or I mean, people are dying. There's real shootings going yeah, on. Yeah. The shootings right. are happening, but but there's a they're they're orchestrating. Someone taking advantage of that. Someone taking advantage yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, well, okay, so they made all the weapons, like, easy to buy, uh, like, and then they pushed them in the communities, basically, to scare everybody, and, and then they have these, like, tra- these like tragedies happen, children's sad, death sad, you know, and they, and they put it in there, and they're like, okay, we need all these rules and stuff, but, like, but, like, honestly, people followed rules, like, murder's already illegal, it's, like, stupid to make rules, I mean, they're already violating, like, a, a fucking commandment, and, and, and a law, you know, it's, like, it's, it's, like that's, it's just retarded, like, marketing to make us be like, give up our rights, we need to give up our rights, you know, and that's what they're like rallying, which I mean, it's obviously terrible. But our military, dude, our military just drops bombs on people, kills them all the fucking time. I don't care about lives. No, I mean, like, they're, 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 fuck they, so, if, so if the gun control lovers get what they want, that's not what you guys want. Fuck no. You guys are saying keep the guns. 
I think I own 30 guns. I'm not I'm not exaggerating. I I quit counting and uh, as far as my fiance knows, I think we own like six, but anyway. Well, I, I, I hope I hope you live in a really good neighborhood so you never have to use them. I'm uh, gonna add something here. So the Vegas shooter used to work for NASA. And his oh, and his girlfriend was was a fed. That whole thing yes. was goofy. Who fled to the Philippines the day it happened? Yeah. Right. I mean, one man can't shoot out two windows on opposite corners of the building at the it, same it time. Is, just... It is it is physically impossible for that dude to have fired all of those rounds. It's, it's don't and... believe it's don't believe your lying eyes. Watch the video from the cell phone footage. There's clearly two shooters on like ten stories apart. All you dude, have there, to do is watch the video. There were shooters on the ground. Yeah. So you know that. They, oh, it's another JFK thing. There was multiple well, shooters. It, well, another perfect example, even though it wasn't a shooting, of, of how the feds work these days is that do you remember that uh, Governor Whitmer in in uh, Michigan? Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was there was like some plot to uh, kidnap her. They all got exonerated. Yeah. They had to drop that. They had to drop that case because it turns out every single person involved. <laughs> Like the one guy was a fed yeah <laughs> yeah and the one the, like the one or two guys that weren't feds they got what they did was they got them really drunk and high and went hey wouldn't it be a good idea if we wouldn't kidnap the governor and i mean you know the shit you say when you're drunk and high they're like, like yeah, yeah bro. man that'd be yeah. fucking dope mm-hmm. and that was their evidence and they did a similar thing in in michigan like 15 years ago there was a plot to they, they'd pretend a car was broken down a uh, cop would show up, they'd kill him, and then when they showed up for the funeral, they'd, they'd have it rigged with explosives and blow it up. And uh, it turned out the feds were behind that, too. You look at all this shit, the Patriot Front, Antifa, oh, yeah. Black Lives Matter, all that, sh- Ku Klux Klan, all that shit has federal provocateurs involved. They, they all do. There's, there's Absolutely. N- if you look at any extremist group on either side of the political spectrum, there's feds involved. It's, it's just the way it is anymore. Absolutely. They, they directly, they, they have something to gain. They have a direct incentive um, to provoke people and, and spark a culture war, because if the left and the right are black people and white people, middle class and poor people are fighting each other, we can't look at the shit the federal government's doing and go, what the fuck is going on here? It's dividing conquer and, and, and distraction, you know? Yeah, exactly. That's all it is. Yep, that's all it is. They're they're all feds, bro. I'm like, okay, so there's like members of these groups that are not feds. They're people that have nothing else going on in their lives and they got caught up doing violent shit. But the leaders, the ringleaders are almost always tied to the feds. Agreed. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's comical at this point. It's laughable, for sure. No, it's uh they're involved in all that shit, dude. It, it's bad. And, and the only thing you can do, like the only solution is you gotta you gotta find basically a president that's willing to be the one to take the bullet that's gonna defund all these agent these alphabet agencies. That's RFK the only way to, RFK Jr. is trying to do it right now, he said. Yeah, but yeah. will we get that president in our lifetime? No, because well, they'll off him. They won't, they won't allow a person that would do that to, to get to that office. That's the thing. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, obviously with JFK, he played their game and was their guy, and therefore they allowed him into that position. But something changed in him. You know, he gave that famous speech about the about the secret societies and how he was going to scatter the CIA into the wind, you know. And then, of course, blam, you know, a couple of days later, he's he's dead. And so obviously he he played their game. He got into that position because he was playing their game, but had a change of heart. You know, I think the best we could ever wish for is somebody that actually is a member 
of their of their crew getting in there and having that same change of heart, but then somehow avoiding the bullet. Yeah, that's that, and that's the whole thing, man. Is I mean, you got they, there's more precautions now than there were when JFK was president. But shit, I mean, that you're gonna tell me they can't compromise one Secret Service agent? I mean, it's fucking. Yeah, when they have, I mean, you know, they're the CIA, they're the FBI. They they can they can make shit happen. They've got the heart attack gun for God's sake. Right. Well, that's that's what they were doing. Dude, that's what they were doing with Epstein. Was Epstein? There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff that points to Epstein being a, a CIA plant, like an oh, asset. Dude, absolutely, he was intelligence. Yeah, and he would lure politicians and and British royalty and you know like Saudi royals and stuff like that and people tech gurus and stuff like that and they'd come over to his island and he'd get them on video or on photo with, with little kid with little girls I and maybe they both to come out that's uh. never coming out but they, they'd have them so that way they'd have hey you know you're on video with this 14 year old little girl and now you do what we say otherwise we're good we don't even have to kill you we'll just expose you and that's enough for most people yeah it's a honeypot and and i mean i think it gets even darker than than just the underage thing. I, I feel like they're doing all kinds of weird shit. Um, you know, those secret societies, um, initiation into those, you know, for thousands of years has, has, has been some dark shit. You know, it's, it's not mm -hmm. just like, Oh, Hey, get him to, to, to fool around with a slightly underage girl and film them. I, I mean, I think that they're, they're carrying out, you know, weird rituals and and uh filming filming them participating in those kinds of things and i think they have so much on these people due to people like epstein that that they just it's total control you know a hundred percent a hundred percent dude and like what do you think of the pizzagate thing do you think that was legit or do you think that was cuckoo for cocoa puffs oh dude i mean I, I don't know, you know, the, the way that I look at all this shit is I, I know very little, but I, I, I know, I, I know that I dig, I, I spend a lot more time digging than, than the average person. So mm -hmm. I feel like I'm, I'm more educated than most, but at the same time, you can never know anything for sure. But it, that is not outside of the realm of possibility, the slightest that, no. that wouldn't surprise me one bit. Nothing would surprise me at this point. With, uh, with, with Pizzagate, like a lot of it happened. They tried to like made it, made it sound. Okay. So like the FBI logo uh, notified like a bunch of found like a bunch of like logos and things were using and Pizzagate used it and a bunch of people still use like the Pope and a bunch of other people. Yep. And, and then like they found out the people they're looking at were like their, like their bosses basically, you know, yeah. and then like, uh, and then like, like the people paying them and stuff. And then like, but they tried to side, like side off the story to where like, they're like, there wasn't like a operation going on in the beast basement. There's no basement. Ha ha. But like, that wasn't what anybody was really saying. They're no. just saying all these guys are pedophiles and they're selling organs and they're fucking like, uh, and, and like, it's, it's like a sex trafficking and like, uh, and uh, organ harvesting like operations. Why these people are so wealthy. Uh, outside of like art that like we all know doesn't make much money. <laughs> yeah, dude, so, you don't. Yeah, like, like, like none of us are billionaires, you know. That's what I'm trying to say by that. But uh, and we're all artists, you know. So so clearly, it's a it's a money laundering thing, you know. And these people are just doing like actual crime and like you know like they're crime syndicates, you know, more or less. And the, well, their only quote unquote proof to dispel Pizzagate was that there was no basement. I'm like, well, yeah, no shit, you don't sell the <laughs> contraband at the front. That's crime 101. Mm -hmm. But the reality, here's my thing, man. Anytime the whole regime comes out in lockstep to dispel something, I mean, look at the, the Russia gate thing. 
uh, the 2020 election, the vaccine stuff that we all know. Basically, they lied to us about in unison. Right. Um, COVID they come together, not from the they lab. Come together quickly yeah. on certain they, things. They did yeah. the same thing with Pizzagate. It's like this isn't even up for debate. This didn't happen. If you think it did happen, you're a flat earther. So fuck you. That was right. basically the whole vibe they got. And the one reporter, Ben Swan that came out and he detailed that he showed that the similarities and signs that pedophiles will use to identify each other on the dark web, that this pizza company had in their logo and then images from the Instagram account and the types of just weird, like pedophile themed nights that they held at the, at this pizza restaurant. And then he got fired the next day for it. And he disappeared for like three years off the air. So, I mean, there was a little bit more smoke to that fire than I think a lot of people were willing to admit in the media. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, because all the mainstream media has to do is come out and shame you for even being open to a concept enough. And it makes people just dismiss it completely. You know, but like you said, they all come out in unison and start shaming everyone, everyone that's even open to the idea. And uh, and that's how you know that you're onto something. Well, yeah, I mean, remember when the COVID lab leak theory was it was a total conspiracy theory. And now they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, that was true. I mean, same same thing with uh, the Hunter Biden laptop story. Same thing. It was, oh, this is Russian disinformation. Oh, yeah, you, you uh, would you would lose your account, you know, for 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 speaking of such things back yeah. then. And then now it's fact. So it's it's uh, it's interesting, you know, it, how that all works. It's only a matter of time until we learn about 2020 being. Well, this just left me with a bad taste in my mouth because there was a, a time here. Adam Sandler came to make a movie here not too long ago, and I was on those two TV shows, and I got a part in that stupid movie. So every day I'm being checked for COVID, and I'm living with my spouse and my brother at the time here in the apartment. Nobody got COVID, and then one day they sent us all out to get COVID tested, all 100 of us at one time, to the lab. Mm-hmm. Everybody, all of a sudden, turned up positive. I kept turning up negative afterwards, but it was too late. They fired all 100 of us. But oh, fuck, man. How did I come up negative when I tested every day this week, and the only time I came up positive was when I went to that specific lab? So it was a bad batch of tests. I believe that because most of the people actually did have COVID or were sick or whatever, they were breathing all over all the crap that was – everything was infected in there. So the everyone can't determine I believe it was coming back positive because i find that highly highly impossible that nobody especially my spouse with whom i sleep with nobody ever caught covid in my house at all well the, the those tests weren't good first of all like the guy that that carrie mullis guy that invented the pcr test said that the, that that's not an accurate way to to, to gauge that so you can't find a virus with that test yeah no it's it's uh it's like a prop it's a prop for false negatives basically it's a control it's a control tactic right right so it's a false negative uh creator well dude I mean, the death statistics were the oh, death statistics were rigged too and i i know that yeah. for a fact because I, so sorry. i had a i had an aunt, a great aunt that got she was like 95 years old right she got covid she went to the hospital like she was tough rough for a little bit but she beat it. So she beat COVID. She was 100% free. She had tested negative every day for a week. But, you know, she was 95 and she had a lung infection. So obviously she had to go to rehab. So she was in short-term rehab trying to get back on her feet so she could live on her own again after beating COVID. And they gave her an aspirin. Well, her medical chart said she was deathly allergic to aspirin. The aspirin killed her. The allergic reaction of the aspirin did. But the coroner marked her death as a COVID death. 
So now they can't sue for medical malpractice, and it counts as another death toward the whole COVID nonsense. And they incentivized hospitals it like marking marking deaths as the Rona. So oh yeah, they were getting they were literally bribing them. Yeah, right. If you're a hospital and you and you mark down, you know X, Y, or Z as as the as the cause of death, you get no money. But if you mark down the Rona, you get all of this fucking money. So what it, do you think is going to start happening? You know. It was six figures. I mean, you had people dying in car accidents and it was, they were calling yeah. it, they, they had COVID a week ago. So they technically still had it, but they were calling it a COVID death. There was a guy right. blew his yeah. head off with a shotgun and they called it a COVID death. My right. mother threw a fit when dad died because he died as COVID hit the news. And when they put COVID on the paperwork, she just went off on everybody at the hospital. She said, he did not die of COVID. You know, I, I wasn't there, but yeah replaced the kidney some years ago and was doing fine. So it's a mystery how he was he had dinner on Thursday and was dead on Sunday. We never figured that out. Well that's too quick to be COVID. Yeah, people die. Yeah you know I mean not every death you I mean that's fucking terrible. Like we all die. But what happened was he had the <laughs> symptoms of COVID right before he died. Like he got a fever all of a sudden. Uh you know all the all the stuff that, that was related to that was considered a a, a COVID symptom. And yeah, before and they, Monday morning before I could even buy my ticket to leave Hawaii to go get to he died. That's crazy. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, no, what was crazy was that we didn't, they didn't return him until two months later because they were not releasing bodies at all in New York City. Seriously? Oh yeah, that's true. At one I point, they were not that. releasing bodies. Yeah, so we had to I wait two months. I never got to go. I, I missed. I missed all the last moments of his life and all the moments after. Damn, dude. That's crazy. That's the that's... one price you pay living out here this far. You can't just you just can't just get on a bus or an Amtrak. Yeah, that's true. Is it expensive to fly to the mainland? Not if you know the right people or you buy at the right time. Gotcha. It's not that expensive to fly there. It's it's expensive to fucking do anything when you're there. But it's like uh, like you know what I mean like fucking food's expensive and shit and like fucking stay. But I think like, the plane ticket like wasn't isn't bad. I don't think. It's more money to leave than to come in. Believe it or not. They make it. They make it easy for you to get here. More expensive, like when you want to leave. <laughs> well, yeah, it's Hawaii, land of fourteen dollar Coors Lights, or so I've heard. <laughs> Something like that. Well, that's because it's so expensive to get everything there, right? Like it's Thank just God everything is included in my place. Otherwise, I'd be blowing Ben Franklin's relatives right now. <laughs> <laughs> everything here is triple. Everything here is triple the uh, the price. So yeah, if you I was pay hundred dollars a month for light in your place, it's going to be minimum three hundred here. Well, like the cool thing about Vegas was it used to be cheaper, but now you go down there and everything's all corporate, you know, because the mafia quit running it. And it's like a four dollar beer in Nebraska or Missouri is seven fifty eight night or eight dollars down in Vegas. It's the same shit, man. Man, I'm buying two dollar beers, bro. I'm cheap, dude. You know, if I'm drinking beer, I'm buying this fucking two dollar beers here. See, the last time I, I went to a, a place just because it had two dollar beers is when I almost got in a fist fight in uh, Golden, Colorado, on the road. So I, I don't, I don't judge enough beer price no more. You'll have to, you have to deal with that for sure for the job. Yeah, you definitely, you definitely. <laughs> I'm just lucky enough to have a beard. People are just like, like nice beard, a bunch, and just like you know, I say, I'd say they don't even try to find their gold. They're like, nice beard. How long do I take to grow? How long do you grow your beard? It's like over and over again, like on repeat, endlessly. <laughs> it's the only yeah, thing that ever says to you ever. Yeah, yeah, like, how long it take you to grow your beard? I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, yes, I did nothing forever. You're right. <laughs> I didn't fucking. Uh, Let them bask in the talent. 
Yeah, it's like the le- it's like the dumbest thing to do. I mean, it's like the dumbest thing. <laughs> you happen to get the right genetics, man. What can you say? You know? You didn't shave for five years. Wow. Wow, good job. You know, it's like just a weird thing to reward. It's like he's probably like looking for the cure for cancer or something. You know, it's like let's like, like solve like actual fucking problems. You know, it's like like well, that, that that's like when I hear stuff about, oh, you know, they're going to cure cancer by the year 2030. They're going to do this and that. I'm like, dude, they haven't cured baldness yet. Why don't you fucking chill? Let's let's relax on the medical, the medical miracles that are coming up. It's we'll like they're going to cure cancer again. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure there's like a fucking bunch of cures for cancer. They just keep killing the people that uh, that, that try to bring it up or locking them up. Yeah. Oh. Johnson's alive and he has AIDS. That's yeah. insane. So oh, it's just, proven that you could cure yeah, it. That, wouldn't, that be, wouldn't that be a global conspiracy? That means that everybody in every country doesn't want to find the cure? Yeah, man. It's the world economic There's got to be one forum. country out there. There's got to be one country out there that wants cancer garden. It doesn't matter. They'll just, they'll just invade. Like if there were, if, if there were uh, say like some country went, say like, I don't know, some country in the Middle East went off the rails. And they're like, fuck you. We have the cure for cancer. We're going to expose it. The U.S. and the U.K. and everyone would just go, hold on. We think there's human rights violations going on in here. And it'd be, boom, regime change. <laughs> they need some freedom. Let's they give need them some a dose freedom. of freedom. <laughs> I'm not saying I agree. I'm just, I'm just saying that's not far fetched. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. It's, I mean, there's, yeah, there's governments around the world. But the, at the end of the day, it's the same 20 or 30 people worth billions and billions and billions of dollars that run the show. Yeah, That's dude, it's it, there's there's a handful running the running the world, you know, at this point, which is why they're this is why they're they're making their move so strongly right now. I think they feel the time is right to just throw the fucking shackles on and, and new world order us all, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why it's uh, the whole regime came out in lockstep against Trump. And I've, I've been fairly critical of Trump. But I mean, at the end of the day, the guy was a loose cannon. He didn't exactly bend the knee to them. And you see, I mean, when the same 20 people own all the media or 90 percent of the media and the entire media comes out in lockstep, basically with the exact same washed up generic talking points against Trump. It's kind of like, hmm, I wonder what the incentive is there. When they're basically just repeating. The great divide. No, the part of the growing up in New York with Trump's name, Trump never ever had a good reputation in New York City ever. Oh, I'm sure he was a scumbag realtor. I, I mean, used to I'm work sure. in housing. I used to work in the eviction prevention department of the courthouse, and I could not stand having to sit with his staff. They're just they're, they did things that were completely unethical, but were not illegal. Illegal, and, and then some of them ended up being illegal. So he had to end up paying like two million dollars. I remember to one of the cases I was involved in. He wanted the building so badly that he wanted to get all the rent control people out. New York is one of the few places in the world where once you move into an apartment, if it's an apartment in a building or any place that has more than seven apartments, you can never be evicted unless you create a violation, like you sell drugs out of your house, you die, something like that. But they can never take you out. And so he had a whole entire building he needed to empty, mostly with Jewish people, from those, like people that survived the Holocaust and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, what he did was that he removed the front doors of security. He fired the doorman. He made it accessible for the homeless people to just walk in whenever they felt like it to bring the quality of the building down. And they all took him to court, and they won. They won about two or two or three million dollars. This was just around the time he opened his big fat mouth about uh, those five kids that did not commit the crime. 
Well, first off, he should have known better better than to to go to war in court with a bunch of Jews. That was pretty fucking stupid on his part there. Yeah, but you got to remember, these weren't Jewish people. And <laughs> it's too funny. These weren't Jewish people that, you know, still had a lot of family. These were mostly widows. Uh, these were people that were just living off whatever money their husband left them when they died 20 or 30 years ago. So it is. Uh, so these were, these were, in no way, they had money compared to us poor folks, but they were not rich by any means. They could not afford an attorney for that. Yeah. That's why I just don't like Trump because he's fat. Like, I, like, I, like I, Trump's a good guy, probably. I don't know, he's just fat. That's why I don't like him. I don't like fat people. Anyone that eats that many Big Macs is questionable. I don't trust him, man. If you had to turn sideways, you're going to door dog. Get the fuck out of the way, you know? It's like, it's like fuck, man. He's got titties. He's got a giant belly. I'm like, I'm out, man. He looks like... I mean, does it not strike anyone strange that he eats so many Big Macs? He's officially the color of the sauce in it. Yeah. I I'm, think I'm that... more of a Biden guy, man. I, I like a president that falls down the stairs and can't talk. <laughs> and shits himself. I'm yeah, way more... I, prefer, I, I prefer mine to throw up on Japanese people I, I, at their functions, at their conventions. Biden did that, too? No, that was uh, that was Bush. The first one or the second one? The first one. The second one doesn't know how to throw up. That requires focus. Oh. <laughs> I'm still, I think Biden's our best, best president of all time, dude. I think I, I think, I, I think he's like, uh, he's really lived up to his reputation. I think, uh, I think everybody should be proud they voted for him if they did. I think all my dead relatives are very happy they voted for him and put him in office. My favorite president is nobody's favorite president, but he was the president when I was born, so it was Carter. Oh, yeah, that is nobody's favorite president. I liked him. (laughs) I'm not a fan, dude. (laughs) He was the the first president I ever knew as a president. So for those reasons alone, I have personal reasons that I like him. But we all know he wasn't the greatest. I think Biden's the best president of all time. Biden's the... I, I think there should be a fitness test. Not anything crazy. It's not like the... Like, maybe we could do, like, an Biden's NFL combine for presidential candidates. You got to see how many times you can rep 225 on the bench. Let's do the Hunger Games. Or just, like, just like WWE Hell in a Cell. Maybe something like that. We could pull that off. We could pull that off for sure. Joe man. Biden versus a teleprompter. Really. Well, the teleprompter would win. There's no question. Nah, it's won over and over and over and over again for fucking three years. It's yeah. undefeated. <laughs> it is undefeated. That's right. <laughs> I wonder who would win the fight, Joe Biden or 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 Trump. They'd both die halfway they'd through. I'm thinking, would they both even make it to the fight? No, neither of them would make it. I, I mean, I don't know, man. Biden probably he'd probably like turn around and and face the corner of the ring, and Trump would be having a heart attack, and it would just make us look even worse. Just make I don't think I don't think Joe Bi- I don't think Joe Biden could win a fight against anyone, dude. I, I don't care who it is. Well, that, Shane, dude, what's that, that dude is uh he's not in a, in the condition to barely walk. He he, he has to be like led around as That's he's like true. half stumbling and shit. You know he's he's uh he could take just, Feinstein. Oh yeah, oh, there you uh, go. You, I didn't want to mention her name. I was like, God, don't say Feinstein, dude. I. <laughs> We should. Do, I would beat Feinstein's ass in a fight. It wouldn't even be close, man. Let me be senator of California. Let, uh, let Absolutely. The, let, the woman, let the woman be sick in peace before seeing. Well, she needs she, to step down. Uh, oh, for, she's uh, definitely. When they rolled her in this week, this was this was officially her swan song. Her swan song. There's no way she's coming back after this week. That was the whole reason they put. They made it. If you notice, they dressed her up extra poppy nicely. Extra. It was extra. I'm from Hollywood. I know. 
they made it look as healthy as possible, but you could not hide the you could not hide the, the hollowness in the eyes. Can only put so much lipstick in a for her. This was, and I love her. I think she's great as far as the work she's done. But she's done. It's over. That decrepit old bag can burn in hell for all I care. That's what I was gonna say. You know, I think that they just need to take all of them and remove them all by force, and they need to be replaced. Then they need to end. They need to. They need to create term limits for every office. I agree. And then they Absolutely. need to take away. They need to remove the ability to to invest in the stock market while yep. you, while you're a politician. And then they need to. They need to create. They, they need to replace all of them with just regular people, right? Like, like construction workers, plumbers, firefighters, people that people that would actually get into that position and think about like like how is this going to affect the common man in a positive way, you know? And and and. It helps yeah. the people that have the experience are in those positions, yeah. Well, no, I, I think we should I let just... China take over. We should let China take over, uh, learn how to make Nikes, uh, try to see how far we get in the camps, you know. I, I think uh, I think we really should just let China have the country. I don't think we should have free speech or anything like that. I'm sick of it, man, you know. I'm, I'm sick of uh, I'm sick of our freedom. That's, 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 uh, that's, uh, the Supreme Court stuff. What do you guys think about that stuff? That's not on? if China takes over, that's not going to look good for me, man. I just recently converted to a Uyghur Muslim, so <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll Fox definitely be in a camp then. That's for sure. If they Send took over, it'll be like home. Everything I own is made in China. I I, I, see, I'm actually hoping that uh, the woke take over in America because I'm a uh, married to an, I'm married to a Native American girl with disabilities, so I'm gonna get a pretty sweet gig on the communist hierarchy, man. I can just ride yeah. that fucking wave. So. Yeah, but you know how it works, though. That they, the once the communists officially take over, those kinds of things don't matter, dude. Yeah. You're still, you're still just fucking, you know. Oh yeah, I'm just a worker up, bee. Lined up against the wall with the rest of us. Yep, I'm just a worker bee. Yeah, but I will enjoy my time. I, I will enjoy my time in the house for the time being. I, I made thinking. these for practice earlier, so I know, like, uh, so we can get these <laughs> ready and uh, mail them straight to China. You know, I've been practicing. Dude, those, look, those look pretty good, man. I'm top shelf, bro. I'm gonna make a lot of money when when uh our 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 rightful overlords take over. Did you carve that out of one solid piece of rubber? Uh, I stapled 17 slaves together, and then uh. Nice. So, so you chose uh, Nikes instead of iPhones. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't like the safety net outside of that oh yeah okay it's kind of it kind of fucks with the aesthetic right of the apple yeah. factory yeah i don't yeah. like it either i mean corporate bot you know corporate cubicles that's cool but you know when you're pushing the the net that's when it goes a little too far so i totally get it totally respect it there is that you or me not me no one texts me no i was like wait is that us i, I actually think we should just make all these countries kind of like a world war and then let the globals take over like we should depopulate the world let the globals take over you know AI, like, like 17 rich dudes in AI live here, you know. Are you trying to get this fucking video totally boosted by Facebook? Right now? <laughs> yeah, Facebook's yeah, like, like hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook's like taking off all of the fucking shackles, the digital shackles. That, that are on this. Dude, uh, I think oh yeah, we should, give the, we should give the banks to all the Jews because like we'd be less in debt. We wouldn't be we wouldn't be 30 trillion dollars in debt, which is well, my uh, my network I'm on. For my show, Outlaw Streamers, they are um, currently banned for a month on Facebook for no reason. So all the growth in my show has to be organic now. So go check it out. We need your help more than ever, guys. Go, go watch it. Have you considered becoming a Jewish supremacist? 
You know, I've considered got, converting. I uh, I have the appointment with the the local synagogue set up, so I, I just gotta go down there next Friday when I got some time, and uh, well, they'll. Uh, I was like, I hope someone's Jewish on this show. Otherwise, this is really they were gonna burn. No, I'm not actually Jewish. I'm just a big no, fan no. of their work, and uh, and like I'm just a big fan of their work, and like I think like they're the best people on earth, and like they should run everything. I was like, that's we should have invited George Santos. I feel like we were missing one. George Santos. Jewish, but I, I just I just speak well of the people. I just like. I got twenty five percent over here, so uh, you'd think I'd be more successful. That's for sure. How are you a percentage of a religion? It's not not the uh, not the religious aspect, just the uh, okay. the gene, the bloodline, the the bloodline aspect. There's a guy okay. that explained it in the forties. I forget his name, but uh, he's a <laughs> he had a book about it. Yeah, <laughs> he's. He explained it. He explained something about it. I don't, I don't remember his name though. He doesn't seem. He, he seems like a nobody. No. He was this artist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't he draw dogs? Yeah. There's actually a school here that you have to have Hawaiian blood. They check your quantum. Something called quantum. Oh, dude, Hawaii's yeah. super racist, bro. I'm like, you have to the only zombie movie they, they hate. School, they hated me, bro. Sure. I went to like these poor neighborhoods, and everybody just looked like they want to kill me. Like, then I was like part of the Dole Fruit Company or something. There's like well, I the problem is the problem is out here you're a minority. That's the problem. And you know, obviously on the mainland there are more white people, I guess, that you see around. But here, yeah, but there's less gray-looking people. So I'm a I'm a minority the only good-looking person in Missouri. So it's like weird. It's like anywhere I go, it's just all hideous fucking people. You know, it's like. No offense. Well, it's like when I took my husband to the Bronx, he was like, we're the white people. I said, look, there's one on the corner. It turns white when it tells you to cross. I, I, have, a, I, I have a white friend who lives in the Bronx. I have a white friend who lives in the Bronx. Well, today, sense. that's possible. These yeah. days, yeah. Yeah, these days. It's like a hipster neighborhood. Hillary Clinton yeah. changed it everywhere. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm actually 10% white, so I can make all these jokes I made tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm actually uh, 10% white. What are you, what's the other 90? Uh, racist. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, the only time we saw white people growing up, 90% we saw white person driving through your neighborhood, that means they missed the exit for Yankee Stadium, and they look terrified. <laughs> fuck the Yankees. I'm from St. Louis. Fuck the Yankees on the record. No, fuck you, man. No, you're hey, fuck you, you fucking crazy. stupid. Are you crazy? World That's not going to get straight on you. Grr. No. Uh, I hope a second 9-11 happens I fucking hate New York. And I fucking oh, I hope you're I hope you're in the elevator on the top floor. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best rebuttal. That was good actually, bro. That was good. Well played. But fuck New York still. I'm, I'm i I still hate your entire city. You lucky red is my favorite color. I would have hung up. <laughs> well, that's why so you're more of a Cardinals guy then, with red, huh? Well, when it comes to baseball, I like I like all the teams. I don't have a favorite. Like except I don't out of the Mets, I didn't like that much because that was three train rides and 45 minutes you didn't get back from your life. Nobody likes Yankees the Mets. Not even the Mets like the Mets. You know? Like, I don't even think the Mets, any Mets player likes the Mets. You know, he's like, man, the I wish Mets I could. only had one more. big shiny moment. That was in 86, I think, when they got the World Series. I don't know, man. I don't watch baseball. I don't take a lot of naps anymore. I don't have time. So, I'm like, I got to watch more sports, though, because I hate running into celebrities out here and I don't know who they are. I took care of some guy named Julian Edelman. I had no, I ignored him for the oh, whole thing. And that guy's a no fucking idea. legend. I'm a patriot. No idea who he was. I, you know what? In, in Hawaii, in Hawaii, we we tend to when you approach a group, no matter how big the celebrity is, you address the eldest in the group. 
So mm. I didn't know who he was. I literally bumped my shoulder to get by him and get to his mother and say, hi, do you have a reservation? And she pointed to her son and he was pretty cool about it. But it wasn't until I got home that I that someone saw the video and I, I don't know, I sent it to TMZ. I'm waiting for a check because I got him dancing hula. <laughs> Did you see the video of uh, Dr. Oz dancing at the Taylor Swift concert in Pennsylvania? Oh, my God. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> I hope he could have been Man, he, he could have been our next senator. Man. Oh, that's right. You know that what, was, uh, instead, instead, Fetterman is, dude. He's he's even funnier. It was a no-brainer, uh-huh. literally. <laughs> Dr. Oz was too funny. He was in one supermarket pretending it was another supermarket, and everybody in the world knew he was at the wrong supermarket. Well, it and wasn't was even... He was talking about crudite. He was like, I'm trying to make crudite. I'm like, I've never, hold on. What's crudite? Let me Google that. I've never heard of it. Apparently, it's a veggie tray. I had no idea. Are you guys trying to say TV's fake? Yes. That's a bold statement. It's a bold statement. <laughs> the TV's fake? Only the, only the internet is real. That's true. Only this show's real. Every other show's that fake. That is COVID. That is COVID. Every other, sh- yeah, every other show's fake other than this show. And that's based with Caleb. Uh, yeah, it's based with Caleb Salvatore's real right. as that's fuck. Too. Sorry, sorry to. Yep. No, you're good. It's like you're t- good. You know it's real when we keep getting fucking silenced by uh by Facebook, bro. You know it's you know it's legit there. Yeah, that's how you know we're saying something they don't want us to. I'm gonna start using that for like every excuse for like a status that doesn't go well. I'm like that only had ten likes because the fucking Illuminati didn't want you to fucking see it, bro. Well, my like, tra- I'm, like, I'm like, yeah, my cousins and my fucking mom hit like on it, yeah, but like they didn't let anyone else hit like on it because like the fucking Illuminati is like on me right now, and like fucking dude, it have like a million views. It have a million views. Oh, don't laugh at me, but they, what's the Illuminati? Illuminati is this organization that you entered by joining the show. Yeah, uh, we're on, we're welcome. Anthony Rogers TV on Roku, and uh, like, like so, thank you for joining the Illuminati. I appreciate it. Uh, uh, thanks for uh, welcome for aboard. I hear the word a lot on TV. I just never, I never dared ask anybody what the hell that is. Lots, it's, lots it's, it's of like gay a, sex. Lots yeah. of gay sex. Oh, oh, in that case, I should be royalty. Welcome aboard. I should be royalty. <laughs> You're already an officer. <laughs> He's the highest ranking member of the Illuminati on the show. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! I just keep getting more and more tiaras. Where would I put them? <laughs> I saw like this meme earlier that was like it was like you used to pretend to be gay to get out of the military. Now you pretend to be gay to get uh, to get uh, rank. It's like <laughs> I get like mash and stuff. Like they'd be like like oh no I can't join the military I'm gay. And they're like they're like okay you can't join now now they're like okay admiral here you go. I really wanted to join the military, but they don't let you bring a hair dryer. So I I, no, just, <laughs> I couldn't. I'm not getting up at five in the morning with all those guys in my room looking like shit. No way. Yeah, I only you like beating up it. like eighteen year old Russians on the internet at, at Fortnite. You know. I don't, I don't like doing it in real life, you know. It's like, I, like, I don't know, war's weird. It's just like the poor versus the poor, you know. It's like, I bet our poor fucking people can beat up your poor fucking people. And then, like, you know, and they become like, I'm not saying, like, I don't know. It's weird. Disgusting. Well, it's the rich people pay money for the poor people to go out to fight. So whichever yeah. side has rich people with deeper pockets that are willing to spend the money, then you can. Well, that's why Israel could never win, like, a full-on war because they're all Jewish and they just get too cheap to actually continue. Oh, my God. Johnny's actually a white supremacist. He doesn't like the Jews. Uh, the rest of us all like the Jews and love them. Love them. <laughs> Please give like, me a deal. Please sign like, me. Uh, I'll tell you I, this. If my, if my ex-boss ever sees an episode of this show, my job at the Bronx Jewish Community Council is completely canceled. They will never have me back there. They don't like
like Jewish supremacists to think the Jewish people are the perfect people and should run the banks and in uh, Hollywood. That's what I think. I'm just I agree. That. I think I we could all be friends in the. That I'm a big fan. And I I just fanboy him. Like you might as well, man. Dustin found a penny. Good job, bro. Fuck yeah. Was it heads up? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Time <laughs> to celebrate. Shotty got one, dude. You got one. It's dope. Military does it. It's about to hit the red button. I'm like, fuck that. Uh-oh. I think my soul's infinite and like, I'm going to heaven because I'm Christian, you know? It's pretty cool. So it doesn't really matter. You know, it's like it's all an illusion. It's all like God's test, you know? It's all like, yep. All an illusion. It's all, it's all fake. That's the cool thing about it, man. It's like even if you don't believe in God, you can always admit you were wrong and, and still get eternal salvation, you know? It's pretty cool. It's always heaven seems good. I'm excited about heaven at some point. I, I got some stuff to do first, but, you know. Yeah, I, I'll wait a little bit, you know? Yeah. Give me a couple hundred more years. Here. <laughs> I'll be all right here. I'll be yeah, all right Methu- I want those Methuselah numbers, bro. I want, I want, like, you, got, like, you got like fucking like 900 years or some shit. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, yeah. Those like ancient kings, the Sumerian kings that live for hundreds and hundreds of years. Is that who you're talking yeah, about? That'd be crazy. That's because they took Alex Jones's Superman. Yeah, what would you do with 800 years? <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? He's fat too. Could you imagine, like, knowing you had 800 years to live and you do nothing? Like, imagine, like, there, there, you know, there would still be like people that'd be like, you know, I'm cool selling insurance for State Farm for the next 700 years. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, dude, that's crazy to think about. I'd be like my 20s. I'd be like, yeah, for 100 years, I just got drunk, you know? (laughs) I just just got drunk for 100 years, you know? Wouldn't that be awesome, though? A hundred years of just partying, and it's like, oh, I'm only an eighth of the way there. Yeah. Ah. I got 700 years to actually try, you know? Yeah, exactly. Fuck, man, that would be wild. Fairy, Who said fairy tales? Oh, are we getting our religion dunked on? That's okay. That's okay. Our religion. Our religion. It's all good. My religion. Oh, it's fairy tales, sweetie. It's okay. Oh. It's okay. More heaven for me. That's right. <laughs> There's more room. <laughs> I'm like, all right. There's more room. Yeah, exactly. I'm all, all right, that's all good. Stretch out a little bit. I'm like, oh, fuck. That's the that's best part about heaven is no atheists. You know, They're like com- people like comic book t-shirts and shit. I mean, it's like 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 the forty year olds with comic book t-shirts are gone. It's like, fuck. <laughs> finally, finally got rid of them. <laughs> I didn't suck with atheists. It was the fucking suck. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I know that because Earth sucks with them, you know. <laughs> Dude, I know. It's like you can always tell who's atheist because they'll tell you twenty times. I like, see. I was like, never. Uh, I was never, and I, I was agnostic for a long time. I was never like an atheist because I just always found it's just so cringy, and I just never wanted to associate myself with the word. Yeah, it's like. We, it's like being vegan, but like giving turtle damnation. You know, it's like right, yeah. <laughs> we have to tell everybody, like, like, did you know that I will suffer forever? Or being trans, except with eternal. Da- oh, actually, no, they have eternal damnation. Oh, same thing. Never mind. Yeah, same <laughs> oh, thing. Never mind. Same thing. There. <laughs> Sandman episode, the immortal. I don't know what that is. Never heard of it. Brian's like a rocket scientist. He built like this. Ro- he has this company that like builds like rockets. To, uh, he wants to, like, m- like I met him because he like, wants to, like mine other asteroids. And I was like, he said he like he had this meeting at, like this Cortex building, and they're like, and he said quadrillion dollars. I'm like, I've never heard of what a quadrillion is. And I like, googled him. Like I'm listening to everything this meeting says now. <laughs> what is a quadrillion? I'm like 
That would be fucking, dude. This it'd be a terrifying planet if I became a quant trillionaire. You know, for everybody but me. You know. <laughs> I feel. What do you even do with that much money at that point? You join the globalists and you kill all you fuckers. I kill all you. As soon as I'm a quant trillionaire, I still love you guys out. I'm, I'm with the globalists. You know. Cool. I'm in the game. You know? I would expect nothing less because I would do the same fucking thing. So I'd I'm all each and every one of you. Yeah, immediately. Immediately. Absolutely. I wouldn't even think about it. I'd be like. Like thanks for the. <laughs> I would be upset if you didn't. <laughs> be offended if you didn't. Oh, Catholic, Catholic seems like Satanist as fuck to me. I like someone said brought up Catholic. Like that shit's fucking like seems like a satanic cult. To me. Yeah, Catholicism is is occultic, occultic in in so many ways. I mean, what do yeah. you say? Confirm Catholic then with straight occult. From yeah, one dude. cult to the next. Dude, I went there on Edibles one time, and everybody just freaked me the fuck out, bro. They're like, they're just like, uh, they just seemed like they're all like doing this satanic ritual. I'm like, God, I'm like, God wouldn't care about any of this. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? Just be good. Like the church is outside. The church is everywhere. You know, it's not just in a building. It's weird. Well, we used to call our family satanic a lot because we practice Santeria, and that doesn't fall right with practice Santeria. I was smoking cigars when I was six. Hell yeah, that's badass. That's gonna be my kid. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but because sometimes you know, especially in the inner city, they don't understand why you just went and bought a live chicken and brought it into your apartment. <laughs> well, stuff like that. yeah, yeah, they, they, it was completely a religious, huge religious party. It would be 40, 50, 60 people, mostly Africans and Puerto Ricans. And um, yeah, they were they were they were Quest, chicken sacrifice. Question had. Ha- has your community heard of KFC? <laughs> the, the easy the, solution. As old as Colonel Sanders is, Santeria predates them all. Oh, it Sounds like you won't have any problems with the uh, Illuminati the blood 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 ritual we're going to bring to you. Yeah, yeah, you're perfect. Perfect for the ritual we're going to The yeah. blood ritual you will not phase you. Under your belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, the, the reason ritual. why they were. The reason why it was especially feared upon was because when the slaves were brought over to here and everywhere else, they had to hide all the names of their gods behind the names of the Catholic saints. So sometimes when you go to people's homes, you'll see St. Santa Barbara, you'll see um, St. Lazarus. Well, they're not really praying to them. They just had to pray to them in front of their captors and stuff like that. So, you know, anyway, so there you go. You guys said bringing up. Satanism. Oh, they brought Jesus a... Christ, our Lord and Savior, to there. That's good. <laughs> I believe. I believe his name is Santeria is Olofi. Uh, Jesus. Huh. A lot of names. There were a lot of names. A lot of roads. Like men, like Indian, like American Indian uh, tribes and stuff like that. The African tribes have roads, and everything is everything is sacred everywhere, especially here in Hawaii. That's why most of the highways are built over the ground. They don't touch. Uh, they don't touch the dirt. Hmm. Man, Brian knows his his Catholic Catholic history, obviously here. Uh, yeah, I, I've read that uh, Catholicism was basically created by uh, was it Constantine? Um, because he couldn't, he was trying to kill all the Christians and get rid of Christianity, and he couldn't do it. So then one morning he just woke up and said, "Oh, I'm a Christian now," and and formed Catholicism. But it was really just the the, the pagan the pagan religion that they were already practicing just kind of uh with different you know, things called different things and uh worshiping uh uh 
the disciples instead of the different pagan gods and, you know, renaming shit. I believe it. Anytime there's that much organization behind something, it spooks me a little bit. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. She's oh, it... a little spooky. It's a little spooky. Like Scientology, I think they're the scariest of them all. Oh, they're just a bunch of freaks. But they, they're, they're, such, they're such gatekeepers for careers in California. Like they can really end your career. They're not powerful over there. See, I scared the living piss out of some Mormons one time. I had just moved into a, an apartment years and years ago in a not so great area. And I was setting some shit up. And, you know, it's like not nighttime, but it's getting dark. And I just hear boom, 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 boom on my door. And I'm like, fuck, who the fuck is that? So I just peer out the window and I just see or I peer out the little door hole, or the eye hole in the door. And I just see two dudes sitting there and I'm like, fuck. So I grab my nine and I open the door with it in plain sight. And I'm like, can I help you? And it's these two Mormon kids. And I just scared them to death. They're like, is a. Uh, uh jose here i'm like nah jose ain't here man can i help you and they go well he used to give us money and i'm like he don't fucking live here no more maybe you shouldn't pound on people's doors when it's dark outside bro that's a good way to get killed i was not uh so that was the last time the mormon missionaries came to my door when i lived at that uh that shit no way I held, those, I held those guys up on a pedestal for years because you know they're like little walking trees supposedly you know they don't do anything wrong and so my sister broke one of them and he started dating her while doing and they're not supposed to date while they're on a mission, mm -hmm. by the way. So Fun believe, fact: believe... uh, they come to your door. They come to your door. You, and they got to do anything you ask them. So if you tell them, "Hey, will you like mow my lawn and, and you know bag the leaves and shit for me?" and then I'll listen to your religion, they they have to do it. No, so I, you want no to... my friend was moving one time, and like the Mormons came up and like gave me like their book and stuff, and they helped him move the yep. rest of his stuff. Like two of them were like moving all of his stuff into like his car. Yeah, like he's, he's my buddy Luke. I was helping him move, and like these and these Mormons just came up. I, I didn't know that, but I, I saw that is what I'm saying. Like I didn't know that prior. They asked if they could help. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like obviously, I, like, like, like I was just, like, I didn't know that they had to do that. I couldn't. Uh... They talked me into going to Nebraska. I got to go to their church. It was, it was weird. They went you... their bread and water. You're a gay dude at a Mormon church, bro. You would have burst into flames. I don't even know. I don't even know. Well, you know what? Everyone likes a challenge. And I guess when they when I opened my door, they went, yes, we're going to convert this one back. They thought they so could get they back to the light. Back to the they pussy. Lost. I am the light, sir. And I'm definitely <laughs> not a pussy. No, back to the pussy. Oh, okay. <laughs> back to not. the pussy. They were going to get you back to it, man. That was their... That was their I like how he defended that immediately, though. I, I respect the immediate defense, though. I got, like, I'm, I'm being thought you're called a pussy. You're like, I, you're like, I'm not a fucking... <laughs> Fuck you. I'm not a pussy. I respect that. I respect the fucking... I respect that, though. What up? That'd be weird, like, having, like, uh, having, like a, a, uh, a gay Mormon dude married to, like, six women. You seem like a woman. <laughs> It'd be, like, such a waste. Sorry, I got cut out. Could you, ima could you imagine how catty that house would get? Oh, a gay God, dude, dude married to six women? <laughs> And how clean? Oh, yeah, it'd be clean. The, the well, interior design would be on point. The interior design would be on point. There's no doubt about that. What about brothers? Well, you said six six girls and a gay dude. Isn't that seven brides for no brothers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> See, my jokes are dated. I need an older crowd. Go out and get me some older people, folks. So. Well, Sean's old, too. So, like, yeah, you guys Gosh, yeah, Sean's uh, yeah. 80s is that old. You're, you're on the bus, though. You're definitely a few stops 
Dude, I'm 41 now, so. Oh, you don't look a day over fabulous. Good for you. <laughs> I'll be dead soon. Oh, don't say that. Your career, should, your career should go first. My career's been dead for a long time. <laughs> your career. <laughs> You're still young. Where, where are you playing at when you come up to Omaha, man? Barnado. Okay, I've, I've, I've played that club before. Okay, I think we talked about it last time I was on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a nice place. Yeah, it's, it's. I've played it before too. I, I like that spot. It's, it's. Uh... You know, you connected know. to the Bentley dealership. We always ask for a Bentley on our rider, and never get one. This time, though, I think we will. What? Are when you do still you... in Nebraska? I'm sorry. Are you still in Nebraska? I live in Omaha. Yeah. When are you? It's when no... are you? Okay. What's that? No, go ahead. Oh, I was just ask. There was two bars I used to go to. The other one was called the Run. The Run. Where was it at? That was around the corner from the Max. I feel like it's something different now. I think I know what you're talking about. But I feel like it's something. It was, different. A, it was a. It was definitely a not a high end bar for sure. It was a hole in the oh, wall. It was permanently closed. That's a gay bar. Yes, it was. Unfortunately, those were the only bars that let me in. It is now the Omaha Mining Co. Which, which is, is also bar. that is an even gayer bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is still. It, it continued the legacy. It's still a gay bar. So you should go to the Smiley Soul Show uh, that Saturday, bro. What day? Saturday. What day? Is that day after? Oh, the third. Uh, June third. I'm gonna yeah. be in fucking Tennessee, man. Otherwise, I totally would. Fuck. No worries, dude. We Fuck. we we come through usually twice a year, so it's okay. Yeah. There's always time. next time, you know. Yeah. Next time you guys come through, I will for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know. I'll get you tickets and stuff. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. He's like, dude, I'd go. Okay. I just don't want to. Uh, like, <laughs> no like, man be cool but like i just don't want to go so it's like yeah uh, i hope that's yeah bottom of a bottle was by jamming like my freshman year of high school so i get it <laughs> i'm all for it bro i love it awesome yeah come out and hang next time we come through you know i'm sure we'll, later in the year or or early next year we'll be back fuck yeah fuck yeah i'll take you at all the best gay bars in town no, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> i'm good on that but <laughs> you know which ones they are now at this point so. <laughs> the entire audience has gotten a very detailed uh detailed description in history of omaha's uh prestigious gay bar scene, omaha's so. cd gay bar scene yep, the, the historic gay bar scene in omaha <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah right the two are there more now but there was only two Omaha's I, a gay bar. Like the whole town's a gay it's bar. It's just a giant gay bar. Yeah, yeah, you go to Burger King and there's dudes grabbing you in the bathroom. It's it's fucking ridiculous, man. No, 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 no. I'm sure there's Nobody grabbed no, me, but it was enjoyable. We do have a lot of uh we do have a lot of strip clubs though. A lot of strip clubs. Like there's gotta be more strip clubs per capita here than anywhere else in the country. Wherever you have a lot of military bases, big guy. Wherever you have a lot of military bases. True true well we got the, we don't just have a military base we got the one the president goes to if we get nuked yeah That's i literally live four houses away from there i never felt so safe in my entire life if i could be honest with you unless we get nuked because then you're fucking dead you'll die in the flash yeah it's so funny that like people know that fact that if if we get nuked the president goes there like i'm pretty sure that that puts omaha right on the fucking oh for sure right on the list well, because I live it in... Also, uh, it also gives Omaha, though, the ability. They have, uh, what is it? The counter of the missiles, the best ones are there as well. I live in uh, Papillion, La Vista, whatever you want to call it, which is like a suburb to the south of Omaha. And it's 
fifth, we live 15 minutes from off it. So when that UFO shit was going on, I had to leave for a show. And my fiance's freaking out. She's like, what am I going to do if they come on the TV and say, hey, the bombs are hitting? I'm like, well, on the bright side, you won't have to do much because you won't be around much. I was I was going to be far enough out that I would die in the fallout, unfortunately. Yeah, but you guys, that's a basement state. A lot of people have basements there. It's not like California. You still cook, bro. You still cook with a nuke. And what is it, tornado? Tornado uh, cellar cellars? I oh, thought yeah, that we... if you, like, ducked and covered that you'd oh. be all right, right? Isn't that <laughs> the thing you get under your desk and uh, and you're good? Under yeah, that was just an easy way to bury everybody. Kind of I think that was just like a fast way to bury. Like go in the hallway, like cover your head, like well, like, like, like uh, stack on top of each other if you could, in stacks of ten. You know, it's basically, it's, it's basically like ready to just like to put. Uh, you know, it's, it's more about getting rid of the bodies faster. Well, it's, it's about it's about keeping order. It's just like when you're on an airplane and they say if the plane goes down, put your oxygen mask on. That ain't gonna do shit. If I fall from you know thirty seven thousand feet up in the air, you don't believe going, in science, bro. <laughs> Trust the science. Trust the science. Right. They need really? to change that. They need to drop a bottle of liquor. Drop a bottle of liquor if we're going to crash. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'd be all for that. Maybe a little shooter. Make sure, make sure, make sure you drink first before you give some to your child. Man, that was the worst part about Hawaii was like the long ass flight over the ocean. And like in like three hours in, you're like, you're like man, it was 500 miles per hour for three hours to get here. And like if this goes down, I'm just like fucking have to swim for like six months, dude. I'm just like fuck this, you know. It's like that's like how I thought the whole time, and I'm just like watching like fucking some shitty fucking movies and TV shows. Just fucking, I fucking hated that flight. I wish I could just like. You don't have to worry about dying if your plane crashes. You'll be fish food. Yeah. Well, I'm a survivalist, bro. I'm just like I'm like this is just gonna waste my time. You know what I mean? I'm like this is fucking like this be like six months of my time. I could be like killing it, but instead I'm swimming across the fucking ocean, getting sunburned, fucking stabbing shit to eat. You know? Fuck that. That's how I feel. It's like I'm, I don't want to do that shit. I'm fucking. I'm gonna make a fucking corpse lifeboat. I don't give a fuck. I'm, just, I'm getting into the fucking. You know what I mean? I'm getting to the fucking land again, but I just don't want to do it. It's gonna take for. You know what I mean? It just seems like it would take forever. I'm like this is such a waste of time, bro. Built different. I was the I would be the only survivor, man. Spilt it. Cut, it cut out. Would you say, Ruth? Oh, I said I'm just built different. I know I'd be the only survivor in a plane wreck. <laughs> so, I at least be one of them. Fuck, you know. It's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I always sit in the back too, man. I'm like, fuck that shit. Like everybody's like, everybody wants like I sit in the front or something. They're like, they're like I'm gonna pay more to sit in the front to die faster. I'm like, fuck that. And like, you know, I just want to sit in the back, you know, and like uh, maybe get next to that emergency door so I have like leg room. You know what I mean? They're like, are you to save us all? Are you to save us no. all? I'm like, yeah, leg room. Yeah, leg, yeah, leg, yeah. So leg room. Yeah. Absolutely, like, I'm gonna save you all. Yeah, leg room. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're like the force, fucking getting him to walk away. That's what it feels like. I'm just like trying. I'm like usually fucked up to even get on a plane because it's terrifying to me. And it was like, I hate flying. I'm, I'm a straight up coward. I, 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 I hate Dude, ever since they fired all the best pilots for not taking the vaccine and lowered their standards for the new ones cut, testing in, I'm like, I. I'm not flying again, man. I hate it. I hate it so much. I, I'm going to be flying. I, I drive pretty – like, I've driven to both coasts and shit, so I really – there's no drive that's too long for me. I really don't care. It's all pretty much just kind of a blur to me. Um, But I, I don't know, man. I, I'm terrified of flying. I'm flying in uh September, I think, and I'm not looking forward to it. Dude, in 2021, my grandfather died in California. I live in Arkansas. And I literally drove my RV to California to go to his funeral rather than fly. Fuck yeah. Condolences. What's that? Condolences, sir. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate that. 
dude. Uh, yeah, no, I, I'll, I'll drive. Period. I, I drove to New Mexico and back in like two days. I drove there and then drove back the next day it, I, instead of flying. Fuck that from yeah. from Omaha. It was like a fourteen hour drive. Wouldn't Flan, recommend it. Flying over land doesn't bother me as much as like being in the middle of the ocean. I mean, like, like the land. I'm like, I'm like, okay, if like something fucks up, hopefully he's smart enough to fucking flop it into something, you know? Like, 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 and then I'm just like, okay, well here I am. Okay, whatever. Or at least they'll find your body. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, just, I feel like I was getting Uber from the middle of the woods. I was like, everybody's like fucking freaking out. I was like, Uber, whatever, Lyft. Like, Uber banned me, so I'm using Lyft. I forgot. I just, Uber like, oh, banned Lyft. you? Yeah, dude. They just like got rid of my fucking account. No reason. Fuck, you got canceled from Uber. They Alex yeah. Jones you. I was I was going to college at the time, and they Alex Jones you. I Ubered I Ubered to college, and I tried to leave, and they're like they're like nope, and then I, so I just disputed all charges for the last like three years. I'm like dispute, dispute, dispute. <laughs> I got all my money back from Uber because fuck those fuckers, dude. And then I start and I use Lyft now, which is like uh, my like um, the same. Lyft is cheaper. <laughs> see, I got I got well, banned. The same people probably, but whatever. see, I I got banned from Uber, but it was because I was jerking off in the back seat. It's frowned upon. Um, They're gonna hire CNN now, I think. Like, it, well, you know, you yeah, just, after the third you, strike. After the third strike, they're done. You know, yeah, that's. Well, I had to pay for the detail and and all that shit. So nice. So yeah, not really. Obviously, don't don't take. I just that want lift because I don't have friends. I'm just like, don't like that. why here? Drive me here. No, lift is cheaper, and I I don't know, man. I've never. I'm not a woman, so I guess I really don't know what it feels like to be uncomfortable getting picked up by a stranger. It's never bothered me before. Yeah, me either. That's that's uh that's an easy one. Although yeah, I, I stopped using all those services when they when the whole coronavirus thing was going around and they were they were forcing you to be masked. I was like, eh, I'm done with you, dude. That was the craziest shit. I was in Vegas in the thick of it, and the the Uber drivers had like plastic up to separate you from the front seat and shit like that. It was so wild, man. It was they had like I remember one Uber I got or one Lyft I got into. She had like a mesh thing to protect her. I'm like, you know, the virus is going to go right through this if I have it, right? It was crazy. Right yes. through this and your mask. Yeah, and your mask. I, I didn't wear a mask, but no, it was it was some wild shit, man. You know, New York City didn't have that problem because it's the law. It's been the law for like 30 years. All cabbies have to have a window between them and their passengers for safety, safety issues. You well, that's because you, you, you guys window. freak out. Was, uh -huh. That's because you guys freak out up there. <laughs> you mean you yeah, guys all New Yorkers. New Yorkers. Uh, I'm just grouping the whole yeah. city. Yeah, we've always had that window where there's a slot that goes like this. And you put your money in and it goes out to the other side. And there's no no germs or other than your hand. It's like the it's like the White Castle in Detroit. Like you got to put your money in the thing and swivel it around. They can get it. They can put your sliders on the thing and swivel it around, and you get your your suitcase of sliders. You know that's to prevent yeah. robberies, though. That's I, why I find it weird when I move, especially to Hawaii. Nothing here has windows, other than for the COVID period. Nothing here has windows. The banks don't have windows. There are no gates on the businesses. They just lock a door and their windows. I'm gonna. So uh, it's it's, it's nice to be the mainland for that reason. I'm gonna get out of here, but you guys can chill. You guys can talk, whatever. I, I gotta get out here and handle some stuff. But um, fucking um, thanks everybody watching. You guys want to talk? Feel free. I'm gonna fuck. I'm just, I gotta get out of here real fast. So. Yeah, no. I'm I should. Sure. I should actually probably. I should probably go. To I need to walk the dog. So. Well, that That's not a, a masturbation joke. That's not a masturbation joke. I actually need to walk my dog. 
<laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure Anthony just got hit with the fucking emergency diarrheas, dude. <laughs> I never I seen like, him. Hey, all the, all the golden girls are leaving. He had to handle some shit, bro. He had to handle some, some literal shit. shit. Uh, well, guys, it was it was really nice talking with you guys, and it was even nicer to go and read your histories and IMDb you and Google you. You guys are freaking hilarious. I really do enjoy your work. I'll be looking at your um iPods, your podcast more. And Mr. Danielson, I can't wait to hear any new music you put out. I'm already hooked on your hits that I heard. Thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And uh, the small empty one. The small empty one is my favorite so far, but everything you do is magical. I, I appreciate that, dude. You guys, nice. you guys, take care of yourselves and uh, likewise. And yeah. we'll, we'll talk soon, I'm sure. Aloha, Hawaii, yeah. everybody. Aloha, yeah. gentlemen. Follow my show. That's base Caleb Salvatore. Outlawstreamers.com. Likewise, likewise. Follow me on TikTok. I'm usually much funnier, but this was a different. It's my first time on a talk show thing, so. I kind of wanted to step in, but step out. You guys were fun to be with. I enjoyed the training. Fuck yeah, man. No, it was Thank nice to did. meet you. Nice to meet you. Feel free to hook up with me on Facebook, guys. I'll stay in touch with you forever. Hell yeah. Sounds Pat. good, man. Caleb, Pat, man. good talking to you again, dude. Take yep, care. As always, man. Thank you guys so uh, much. Uh, Omaha, Nebraska, this Saturday, May 20th. If you're in the area, come check out my show, Beach House Bar and Grill, 9 p.m. Thank you guys so much. Peace out.